The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Coming off a fairly decent week last week, extended our lock run to 24 and 7. I actually strongly like a lot of games on the board this week. It's actually very difficult for me to find a lock. It's actually very difficult for me to even double lock. Um, the games this week. So I'm going to do a double lock at least. I only like to do that on special occasions where I really like the board. Obviously, it's only happened on one other occasion this season. The reason why we are at 24 and 7, which is 31 selections off the back of just 25 Premier League games is because we have double locked on one show. We've covered two rounds of the FA Cup and we had three international weeks here on the EPL show, which is why we are riding out at 31 selections off the back of only 25 Premier League games. However, this week is proving too tempting for me looking at the um, set of fixtures and I'm definitely, definitely going to be putting out a double lock. There are actually four or five plays that I really love and um, the remainder of those plays will be going out to lockbetting.com members. So sign up to lockbetting.com now and you will get those plays. In addition to that, what you will also get is the unbelievably successful European show. The lock run on that show at the moment stands at a ridiculous 19 and 3 for the season. So we've picked 22 games, 22 locks, and we've hit 19 of those. That continued last week with both teams to score in the Lyon Paris Saint Germain game. You have to be getting that show if you're betting on soccer. You have to go over to lockbetting.com and you have to get involved with the European show. I can't argue with 19 and three on locks for the season. I'm, I'm pretty pleased to be 24 and seven on this show, but 19 and three, it's a little bit special over there. So make sure you go and check that show out. It's the European show over on lockbetting.com. Let's start running through these uh, Premier League games. As I said, really, really love four or five games on the board this week. Um, it's really difficult for me to, to cipher that down to just two locks. Would have been almost impossible for me to just pick out one this week. So as I said, you are going to get a double lock. Instantly off the bat, we have Manchester United going to Fulham, where Man United obviously are riding out this run of Eight wins from nine, unbeaten nine under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, they travel to Fulham as the eight to thirteen favourites. Fulham are nine to two, and the draw is three to one. I don't see I don't see this being a place where Man United get unstuck. Um, this is kind of the calm before the storm really before they head off and face a massive, massive week where they will take on. 
Paris Saint-Germain at Old Trafford and then they will face Liverpool in a massive Premier League game which could have massive title implications but of course as I said calm before the storm they have to get past Fulham first Fulham of course struggling with these um, relegation issues Um, the next time We see Man United, they will be playing against Paris Saint-Germain. After that, they have the cup game against Chelsea. And then after that, they have Liverpool. Whereas Fulham, they don't have these big obligations. They they will solely be focusing on the Premier League. They're not even in the FA Cup. They have this Man United game. And then they have a massive gap all the way to the 22nd of February where they will play against West Ham away. In between that time, on the on the 24th of February, Man United play Liverpool. Man United would have played Paris Saint-Germain and Chelsea. So Man United come into this game with far more distractions. Fulham will simply be prioritising this game. However, despite all of that, despite distractions and and schedules and form and priorities and and all everything that goes into it i just cannot see man united getting stuck here and come and unraveling at craven cottage it's just not a place where they've they've done that before they have a good record at craven cottage albeit under previous managers where Man United were more of a successful side, more Premier League contenders. However, if you believe Jesse Lingard's comments this week, they are getting back to that and and he firmly believes that Man United will be title contenders this season. And on recent form, who can argue? I guess we keep saying that the real test will be this game and the real test will be that game. But Man United have come back from 2-0 down against Burnley. They've won against Tottenham away and they've won at Arsenal as well. I think the real tests have happened. I'm strongly expecting Man United to make a strong showing against Paris Saint-Germain. I'm strongly expecting Man United to not lie down and put up a fight to stay in the FA Cup at Chelsea. And I'm strongly expecting Man United to have an influence on where the title goes. And I strongly feel that Man United will not only hold Liverpool to a draw, I strongly feel that they can beat Liverpool and put a massive dent in their title hopes at Old Trafford. But first things first, as we said, have to get past Fulham. This is the calm before the storm. This is the game they have to get through before they play Paris Saint-Germain, before they play Chelsea, before they play Liverpool. And despite the fact that Man United have bigger things on the horizon, I don't think that they're going to be complacent here. And I think there's enough of a gap here. I think the Premier League have done Man United a favour here by giving us the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. It gives us a long time to prepare for the PSG game, PSG game on Tuesday. And then obviously we have Chelsea at the weekend and then we have a full week to prepare for Liverpool. I think Man United are going to be okay here. I think they have far better players than Fulham. I think class will tell. And I think you have to back Man United here at a decent price of 8-13 to to beat Fulham here in the Saturday morning game on the 9th of February. Moving on to Crystal Palace versus West Ham where Crystal Palace are even money. 23 to 10 to draw and 14 to 5 West Ham. I feel like the underdog could be barking here. West Ham had a whole bunch of defeats in a row until they got a very good point at home to Liverpool. I think that could be something to build on. I think they're going to want to exercise the ghosts of a terrible performance at Wolves and a terrible FA Cup exit at Wimbledon. Uh, Build on the home game against Liverpool 
and get something here at Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace are not necessarily a great home team, although they did beat Fulham last time out at home. And obviously they knocked Tottenham out of the FA Cup as well. I'm taking West Ham here on the double chance, which is available at 10 to 11. I think West Ham are a good bet here to avoid defeat at Crystal Palace, who haven't been a strong team throughout the season, despite having recently improved results at home. Moving on to Huddersfield versus Arsenal, where Huddersfield are four to one. It's three to one the draw, and it's four to six minus one fifty on Arsenal. This is one of the games I definitely like. Uh, if Arsenal are going to be in the race for the top four, they're going to have to win at places like Huddersfield. I think at this juncture, Huddersfield are resigned to their fate. Uh, they don't score a lot of goals at home. They're going to need to at least score two to take something here because I feel Arsenal definitely will. And in that in that case, it gives us a very strong play in Arsenal here. A very good price for four to six. Can't see anything other than an Arsenal win. Although the only thing that is worth noting is that Huddersfield... And Arsenal was one of the locks that let us down earlier on in the season. We had Arsenal to win on a minus one handicap and Arsenal needed a late goal from Torreira to win the home game 1-0. So Huddersfield did successfully park the bus here. It will be interesting to see if they do that again. But for us, it doesn't matter if they do. They can park the bus for 60, 70, 80 minutes. It doesn't matter. We just need Arsenal to break through. If that is Huddersfield's tactic, then I'm confident that Arsenal will be able to find the back of the net. I'm confident of two Arsenal goals here which based on Huddersfield's goal scoring form isn't going to give them a chance in this game Arsenal's to play here at 4-6 to six, minus 150 to get the win at Huddersfield up next Liverpool versus Bournemouth where Liverpool 1-5 6-1 on the draw and 11-1 on Bournemouth Liverpool have been struggling they've uh, had the opportunity to go 7 points clear at the top after Newcastle beat Man City and what was unfathomable is a couple of games down the line Man City will be top of the Premier League that is the situation coming into this game this is a must win game for Liverpool I think they will win the game however I don't think they're going to find it easy uh, the clean sheets have dried up so I'm not going to confidently pick Liverpool here to win to nil which is only available at even money uh, one of the plays that I do fancy in this is Bournemouth to keep this game close. Now, Liverpool being available at one to five gives us strong plays on Bournemouth on the handicap market. Now, Bournemouth to lose this game by less than three goals, that is available at eight to 15 on this market. So if Liverpool win by one goal, you win this bet. If Liverpool win by two goals, you win this bet. If Liverpool win by three goals, then you lose this bet. So for Liverpool to win this game 2-0 or 3-1, you'll still be winning this bet if you take Bournemouth on a minus three. Uh, sorry, on a plus three. I think it's a great shout. I, I just can't see Liverpool all of a sudden finding themselves here and, and blowing Bournemouth away. Bournemouth are a decent side. They play up to stronger competition. They play down to weaker opposition. Um, that's been the story of Bournemouth's season so far. And I think the likes of King and Brooks are going to give Liverpool some problems 
problems here. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool just scrapped through here with a goal, with a one-goal win, be it 1-0 or 2-1. We've got the cushion of 2-0 and 3-1 here. As I said, there's only a select few results that give us a loss here. 3-0 Liverpool, 4-1 Liverpool, 4-0 Liverpool, 5-0 Liverpool. I don't see that kind of game. So I'm taking Bournemouth here on a plus three handicap against Liverpool here at 8-15. to up next, you've got Southampton versus Cardiff, where Southampton are available at 4-5. to five. It's 13-5 to five the draw, and it's 15-4 to four on Cardiff. Uh, I do like Southampton in this game. I feel this is one of the games that they've been winning lately. They've been decent at home. Uh, they're no longer really in the conversation for relegation. Cardiff certainly are, and I find it very difficult to envision Cardiff picking up points away from home uh, in this league they've done very well to even be in the position that they're at but inevitably for me Huddersfield and Cardiff I say this all the time are two teams that are going down and it's going to be between either Newcastle Burnley or Fulham to see who else goes down with them Um, I'm currently leaning towards Fulham Uh, they don't seem to be doing enough to get out of the relegation zone Uh, I did think that they had two stronger players to go down but at the moment the likes of Newcastle and Burnley are picking up more points than them and even the likes of Southampton who kind of looks safe at this point in time and um, winning at home to Cardiff will simply solidify that and uh, I can't see any other result here I think Cardiff are a team who are going through a difficult time we have the whole Salah saga saga going on as well and uh, for me there's only one winner in this game and I'm taking Southampton to beat Cardiff here this one um, at St Mary's up next you have Watford versus Everton where Watford are 5 to 4 favorites 23 to 10 to draw and 11 to 5 on Everton Everton got outplayed in this game at home. They needed a stoppage time equaliser from Luca Digne to save Marco Silva's blushes from losing against his old side. Now he goes away to Watford who Obviously, haven't done as well as they did at the start of the season, but they're still in the top half of the table. And I think they'll be extra motivated here to beat a man who left them because he didn't consider Watford a big enough club for Everton. I think Watford are going to want to put Everton down here. I think they're going to want to definitely put one over Marco Silva. And looking at the way the two teams are playing, Watford are playing better. Everton are in free fall. They have no identity. They have no goal scorer. And as I said, last time these two teams played, Watford outplayed. Everton and should have won the game and were robbed by a late free kick and a stoppage time equaliser. I'm going to take Watford here at this price of five to four. I think they beat Everton, uh, a team massively on the decline, a massive disappointment, uh, dis- a massively disappointing season. And uh, I think Marcus Silver's job could be on the line here. Uh, I'd be surprised if he'll last to the end of the season if Everton keep continuing his bad form. I think Watford are going to make their problems even worse here. Up next, you have Brighton versus Burnley, where Brighton are even money to beat Burnley. 23 to 10 to draw and 11 to 4 on Burnley. Brighton have struggled lately. They're not in any way uh, in any kind of relegation problems, but they're not playing very well. It's been a while since they had any kind of meaningful win. Obviously, they won uh, yesterday in the FA Cup. They'll be hoping to build on that now because they've gone through to round five in the FA Cup. Going to West Brom isn't exactly an easy thing to do. They are one of the strongest teams in a championship. I expect Brighton to win to build on that and win this game neither of these two teams are in any kind of significant trouble Burnley have had a decent run lately to move them up the table but I think 
in a televised game at 5.30, going to the Amex, Brighton will be up for it. Uh, you can just see someone like Glenn Murray having a good game here. You can see Brighton getting together and putting up a workmanlike performance on TV and uh, possibly having too much for Burnley here. I like Brighton at the price, at even money. I think they'll beat Burnley in the Saturday evening game and um, become even more safe in this table and uh, possibly put Burnley into some into some turmoil. Um, but I don't think Burnley are really in any any kind of danger. They've picked up enough points lately to consider themselves safe. And although this will be some kind of minor setback, I don't think it will be terrible turmoil that will put them back into the relegation fight. Uh, I do think that uh, Newcastle and Burnley have done very, very well as of late to get themselves out of the conversation and uh, away from Fulham and Cardiff. And uh, for me at this point in time, as I said earlier, I can really only see three teams going down, and that is Fulham, Cardiff, and Huddersfield. But we'll see. Teams can get dragged down very quickly, and um, despite Brighton's bad form, they haven't been dragged down there. But I think they'll pick up a win here to, to totally remove themselves from the conversation. Uh, temporary put Burnley back into the conversation, but again, Burnley can string, a, string together a couple of home wins. They're very good at home. They're much better at home than they are away. And um, I think neither of these teams are in any kind of trouble, but I'm leaning Brighton in this one. So moving on to Sunday, where Tottenham are four to six to beat Leicester at home. Leicester are nine to two and 14 to five, the draw. It's very, very hard to work out Leicester. Tottenham are just about staying in a title race. They are only five points behind Liverpool and Man City, but Man City have played a game more than uh, Tottenham and Liverpool. Tottenham are still in this conversation, but they are going to need to win games at home against the likes of Leicester. They were lucky to win last week against Newcastle, landing our lock. Leicester are harder opposition. They do play well against the uh, against the stronger sides. This isn't one of my stronger plays, but I am leaning towards Tottenham here. Uh, Song has made a massive difference. Lorente is in very decent goal-scoring form. He's got a very deceptive record here. He scored nine goals for Tottenham in the last six, and that's pretty decent form, especially for a player that doesn't play too much, although he did get a hat-trick en route to uh, bolstering those goal-scoring stats. But I think Tottenham are managing to find solutions. I think Pochettino's doing very well to keep them in a title race. I do think they're just about going to have too much for Leicester here. And uh, I think they'll stay in it. After the game after this, they travel to Burnley. You'd fancy Tottenham to win that one. You'd fancy uh, Harry Kane to be back for that as well. There are rumours that he could have some kind of role in the Dortmund game um, in midweek. I think that could be exaggerated. I don't expect to see him play the first leg, maybe the second, maybe the game away to Burnley, but it is good that Tottenham have managed to stay in it uh, until their players get back. And I think it'll be important to ride that momentum here. I think they'll just need one more win before the um, before the, the top players are missing come back. And uh, I think they'll be able to get that against Leicester. But as I said, not one of my stronger plays here. I wouldn't be surprised to see Leicester get something. They've managed to win at Chelsea this season. They've managed to beat Man City at home. They've managed to draw away to Liverpool. They are a team that do turn up against the bigger sides. And um, as I said, certainly not one of my stronger plays here on Tottenham against Leicester. But I'm narrowly taking them at the price of four to six. 
Up next, we have Manchester City versus Chelsea. Man City restored as league leaders this week with a win at Everton. They can finish the weekend on top here with a win against Chelsea. They're 1-2 to to do so. It's 7-2 to to draw and it's 11-2 to away to for uh, sorry 11 to 2 for Chelsea to win away for me I just can't see Man City losing their momentum now uh, they're one winner they're one win away from getting out of this a tough schedule with three wins in a row obviously Arsenal at home Everton away and Chelsea at home isn't the toughest run, isn't the um, the easiest running. It's a tough running, in fact. Uh, we've got revenge here from Chelsea uh, beating Manchester City at Stamford Bridge. This, start, this started the kind of bad run that they had over Christmas where they lost three games. I definitely think Man City will want to avenge that. I think they'll want to finish this Premier League weekend on top. Then they can have themselves a little break until they play a relatively easy FA Cup game away to Newport where they'll be able to rest plays again and only on the 22nd of February do, do things get going again where these two will play again because in the Carabao Cup final so this is a warm up to the Carabao Cup final and Man City don't actually play Premier League football again until right until the end of February so this is an important game here to leave off with a win and then they'll get themselves two weeks off before they play Premier League football again and it'll be good for Man City to close out top of the top of the league I think they'll do that I think they'll get their revenge against Chelsea a Chelsea team that are very Jekyll and Hyde yeah they beat Huddersfield at home 5-0 but they lost away to Bournemouth 4-0 before that I don't know if Sarri's outburst has worked yeah they've had two wins in the cup they've qualified for the Carabao Cup final uh, they beat Sheffield Wednesday at home but then they followed that up with a 4-0 defeat against Bournemouth and then all kinds of speculation with his job again and then he goes and beats five, uh, Huddersfield at home 5-0 they're very up and down they're very Jekyll and Hyde and that will only continue with a loss against Man City because then it will be three wins and two defeats so since the Sarri outburst and everybody will then be back on a fence and saying, well, did it work? Did it work? Did it not work? Was he right to criticise his players? Was he wrong to criticise his players? Um, all that will start up again with a defeat here against Man City and I think that's what's going to happen. I think Man City win this game and finish the weekend on top of the Premier League. Man City to win here at 1-2. to two. The final game happens on Monday where Wolverhampton Wanderers, who are in very good form, host Newcastle. Wolves are 8 to 11, 13 to 5 the draw, and it's 15 to 4 on Newcastle. Um, I think what we've seen Rafa do in away games is kind of sit back and try and hit teams on the break. Um, they were successful doing that against Man City despite losing a goal in the first minute they were able to resort back to their game plan and were able to grind out a victory that's what Newcastle season is involved it's grinding and uh, it wouldn't surprise me here to see them hold Wolverhampton for quite a long period of time however I think Wolverhampton Wanderers have really really settled into this league now they had a minor blip around about Christmas I think they're now strongly pushing for 7th place in the league I would definitely pick Wolverhampton Wanderers to finish in seventh above Everton uh, who would be another team in that conversation and probably even above Leicester um, I think Wolverhampton Wanderers and Leicester are the teams that will finish in seventh and eighth but I think I would give the edge to Wolves I think Wolves are even in the conversation to finish in sixth place if Arsenal continue to to drop points but I don't expect Arsenal to drop any points this weekend 
and I don't expect Wolves to drop points here. I think they'll be able to win Newcastle. This isn't the type of game where Newcastle are looking to win to, to, to secure survival. I think there are other games at home, six pointers that Newcastle will be eyeing up. We took Newcastle as a lock a few weeks ago when we did the double lock. We took Newcastle at home to Cardiff. They're more so the games are going to win, um, even the likes against Burnley, the likes of uh, Huddersfield, uh, Fulham, Cardiff. They're the games here. Going away to Wolverhampton, a team who are firmly established in the top half, isn't the kind of game where you'd be looking for Newcastle to kind of save their season. But I think Newcastle will stay up this season. I just don't think they'll win at Wolves. I'm taking Wolves here at 8-11 to win this game. So we're going to close out with the lock dog parlay portion of the show. As I said at the top of the show, I like a lot on this show. I'm going to limit it down to two locks. The first lock happens on Saturday. Uh, Huddersfield versus Arsenal. We're going to go for Arsenal there at four to six minus 150. Love the price. Love the selection. Uh, love the situation. I think Arsenal need a win after the pretty bad performance at Man City last week, especially in the second half and it just didn't turn up at all. Uh, they did relatively well for about half an hour in the first half, but Arsenal sorely in need of a win and I think Huddersfield is the perfect place to go when you need a win here. So that's my first lock. The second lock happens on Sunday. I'm going to ride out Man City. Going to take Man City at one to two. I think they beat Chelsea and finish the weekend on top of the Premier League. So Man City is my second lock here for this week's podcast. Moving on to the dog. Uh, the only real dog that I liked on this week's board was West Ham at Crystal Palace. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see West Ham build on the uh, draw against Liverpool and get a win away to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace aren't the best home team, even though they have won the last two against Tottenham and Fulham. I think West Ham are more than capable of getting a win here. So I'm going to take them to do that at Crystal Palace. That's going to be my underdog play this week. Moving on to the parlay. Um, I'm going to double dip here with, with Man City. Uh, I'm going to put Man City and Liverpool as my um, guaranteed selections here. I think the top two continue winning. Um, tempted to double dip Arsenal, but I'm not going to do so. I'm going to finish the parlay off with Man United travelling to Fulham. That one returns you um, 200 and £76 from a £100 stake. Check out lockbetting.com to see if I make that an official play. As I said, there were other locks in the conversation this week. There are plays that I really like. I haven't really shown my hand too much as to what they are, but there is one particular game at a very good price that I still like. So head over to lockbetting.com to see what plays I make official. And of course, check out that European show where the locks are 19 and three. We are hoping to extend our locks here to 26 and seven by landing the double locks here on this show. Arsenal at Huddersfield and Manchester City at home to Chelsea. That concludes this week's edition of the EPL show. As I've said, you can find me over at lockbetting.com. We will be doing a UFC show this week for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That will be on episode two of the fight show. So make sure that you check that out. That will be available on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed in the next couple of days. That's it from me here on the EPL show. I'll be back in midweek with a Champions League show. The Champions League 
is back. So you'll be able to hear that show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And then I'll be back again next week with another edition of the EPL show as we cover FA Cup round five. So that's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening. (laughs) 